Grief and Gratitude by Charity Rios. Hey Finn, my five-year-old called to his three-year-old brother, don't forget to look for treasure. Standing in the middle of an undeveloped field near our neighborhood, my three carefree boys searched for treasure in the field as they have done many times before. On occasion, they bring me spring wildflowers, roly-polies, or sticks bent like snakes. Often, they bring me rocks and tell me they found a treasure for their collection. Today, my oldest found a rock and ran to me excitedly. Look, Mama, you have to see this one. Before I could get out my standard, mm-hmm, that's awesome, buddy, I realized this rock really was special because it was shaped like a key and appeared to be some kind of fossil. What do you think the key opens? My boy's exuberant chatter filled the sidewalk as we made our quarantine loop around the neighborhood. As the boys imagined treasure chests or secret passageways, the fossil key might lead them to. I realized I am trying to unlock the secrets to thriving in the tension of this unusual and difficult time. Just this week, I cried at a video from my son's teacher. I cried because I am tired from full-time homeschool days, an exhausting pregnancy with our fourth son, and I miss the routine and structure my family thrives on. Her familiar face and comforting presence brought a moment of calm to our chaos, but also touched a deep longing for human contact and normalcy. I wondered how I could break the news to my kids that Easter traditions, my three-year-old's tiger birthday, and my five-year-old's first big boy soccer team season are now canceled. The grief of my personal loss and of the collective wave of human suffering was unlocked inside me. Beloved friends who are on the front lines at ERs and hospitals, friends' wedding plans now uncertain, family's income dried up with the shelter-in-place order, and the sorrow pricked by loved ones lost to COVID-19. We are all experiencing grief for a million different reasons, none less important than the others. The boys rode on, searching for treasure in the adjacent field. They have declared this field their off-roading trail, and I laugh because it is only a small slope with lumpy dirt leading to the field. Still, they fueled their dreams of monster bike racing with a creative outlook on the landscape before them. Their treasure hunts and off-roading adventures in the middle of quarantine suburbia have shown me the treasures available no matter where we are. My heart whispers, thank you, Lord, for warm Texas springs. $12 kiddie pools and finding a bag of water balloons stuffed in a forgotten box that have entertained my quarantine crew for hours. Tears filled my eyes again, but this time it was because I am grateful. Grateful for the provision and peace available to me even in the unknowns. I've noticed the life of following Jesus is filled with dichotomies. Death bringing life, weakness transformed into strength, mourning turned to dancing, Grief and gratitude, if we hold them together, we'll find the grace needed for this unprecedented moment in history. The grace comes not in spite of grief and suffering, but because of it. We can hold space for both. We must look for treasure in the unexpected, unpredictable, and even undesirable parts of this season. The gratitude this treasure hunt awakens will propel us toward the hope necessary to thrive. It is imperative to also allow ourselves to name and feel grief so that pain is not left unresolved in our hearts. We can experience them both and become healthier in our souls when our best friend and savior is Jesus. 
He is described as a man of sorrow and acquainted with grief, Isaiah 53, 3. As such, we're safe to share our burdens with him. We're able to boldly ask for grace and can expect to receive exactly what we need in these difficult days because we have access to God through Jesus Christ. Let us then approach God's throne of grace with confidence so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help us in our time of need. Hebrews 4, 16. Grief and gratitude. If we hold them together, maybe we'll find the wholeness we were created for and the world around us desperately needs. Charity, thank you so much for sharing this piece with our community. And yeah, and I just, I don't know, it's, I find myself deeply touched by what you have shared because we're all in this season of kind of weathering the, the grief of this change in our lives mm-hmm. and not really seeing a definitive end on the horizon. Obviously, there's going to be yeah. steps forward in people who know a lot more than me about infectious diseases <laughs> um, are doing to, you know, make advancements. And that's just so on another level, but on a really personal level, like in our homes and trying to help our kids understand the changes in our schedules and stuff. Um, I don't know. It's just a really uh, beautiful message. So I really appreciate you sharing it. Oh yeah. Well, thank you. I'm thankful. I'm thankful uh, for a chance to share it. I hope it's an encouragement and praying that God just brings the right people. I'm praying that he'll bring salvation, you know, just that women in their desperation for hope will like find your site and Mm -hmm. they will be saved, you know? Mm -hmm. Thank you. That's what I'm praying for. Well, I have a few questions. I've just been asking uh, the writers who have been Mm -hmm. writing COVID-19 related pieces for our site. And so here are a couple of them. Uh, What are you doing for yourself to relieve stress and cope with the challenges that have come to your family and community as a result of the pandemic? That's a great question. Um, hey, you know, I'm just going to say a little chocolate ice cream never hurt anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my husband has been doing the grocery shopping because I'm pregnant. And so he's trying to limit my exposure. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, but he's just more inclined to buy sweets. And so I'm I'm like, babe, you're going to be the full-time grocery shopper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. And... Um, But on a serious note, um, we are taking lots of walks and I'm really thankful because we've had good enough weather to be able to walk a lot Mm -hmm. and just physical exercise, being out in nature. That's always a game changer for me personally and our whole family. And I have this little tradition where usually on the weekends, I like go to Starbucks for like a couple of hours and I just like spend some really intentional quiet time with the Lord where I like, no, I'm not going to be interrupted. And I usually work on some writing too, but obviously like all the Starbucks are closed, but I'm still still driving there on Saturday and ordering a drink at the drive-thru and sitting in my car. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this week I just sat there and just talked with Jesus about how I was feeling and listened to some worship music and cried. And I, you know, I needed to cry. It was good. It was healthy. And, um, 
just trying to, you know, find those little moments where I can have just a little bit of quiet with Jesus, because that's really what fills me up and keeps Mm -hmm. me going. Mm -hmm. Thank you for sharing. I would love to know what are you prioritizing at this time and what are you ignoring or just choosing to let it go? Well, my son um, is a part of a kind of an interesting school model. That's a classical education model. So he was already um, half-time homeschooling and then half-time in the classroom. Mm-hmm. But now obviously he's full-time homeschooling, but because of that, they are still expecting us to get through his curriculum mm-hmm. the best we can yeah. and sending it to us every week. And so getting through that is a really big priority. And so that means that I have a lot of stacks of laundry mm-hmm. that are not sorted, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm also, so pregnant and I have a three-year-old and a 20-month-old. And so it means that like, you know, a lot of times I'm like, all right, guys, I know there's some clean pants in the dryer somewhere. <laughs> Let's go find some. Like, life, you know, I'm trying to like go to bed every night with the kitchen, you know, yeah. like just in some kind of semi-order, but like my bedroom's usually messy, you know? And so I think it's just, I'm not like holding myself to any kind of like standard. Nothing's going to be perfect. You know, like there's, times where like my kids are going to watch more shows than normal, or I'm going to give them a treat when I normally wouldn't yeah. just to like keep everybody's spirits up. Yeah. And, um, I think that's okay. You know, like it's all right to, to have like special treats and like try to make things like a little more exciting and fun. Mm-hmm. So trying to find like adventure fun and every day, even if it's like we go on our walks, but I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. today we're going to take our like butterfly nets and um, try to catch butterflies. So like trying to make things like a little bit different than normal, but not like crazy. Like I'm not a Pinterest mom where I'm trying to do all these crafts right now. Like I'm just not doing that, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. I'm like, what can we do that is like easy and doable? Um, you know, like, okay, we're going to go look for rocks for your treasure box, you know? And nice. they think that's great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've been taking a walk with my kids around the neighborhood at least once a day, sometimes more. Um, Cause we don't have a backyard space that's usable right now. And uh-huh. I have done the same exact thing for several weeks and they're starting to lose steam and their interest in it. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. we're going on a treasure hunt, which is just yes. a walk <laughs> with a new name. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so last week I was like, if you can find count five birds, okay. Yeah. And now count 10 flowers. And if you can do that, you're going to get ice cream at home. Yeah. You know, and they're like, Whoa, yeah. so exciting. Yeah. Well, we're in a really populated area. So I started doing a number game with my older kids where just going off of the license plate numbers and the house number, mm. they try to count up. So once they find one, then they look for two. And once they find two, then they look for three. And so we're now up to like 37 or something. And that's so we good. actually decided to just pick up the number we left off on when we go out on the next walk. So they're, they've just been funny about things like that. And it's just a little, it's not, it's not like that exciting, but it is helping them just to have something to do while we're on a walk for a while. Yes. And yes, it's a very important thing. <laughs> yeah. I was going to mention too about laundry that I, for my own sanity, have been doing it only once a week. <laughs> and so of course I have to do like 
eight loads on that one day. Mm -hmm. And then there's Mm -hmm. loads to then fold. And my husband helps with the folding and putting away sometimes. And he was like, that was a lot of laundry. And I was like, (laughs) welcome to my world, babe. (laughs) Welcome to my world. I started paying my five-year-old to help me sort laundry. He helped me sort laundry for like two hours on Saturday. He got like 50 cents, but he was like excited about it. I was like, this is like the cheapest. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, way to get help right now. Yeah. Plus, no one else can come to my house. Yeah. So. <laughs> awesome. Great. Well, I just have two more questions for you. One is What is one activity your kids have loved doing that has kept them happily occupied while at home? One, one thing they've been doing like multiple times a day um, is I found these like little tiny toys and I like put them in ice cube trays and like. So I put like the tiny little toys in the ice cube trays with water, froze them. And then every single day they're like, you know, getting the ice cubes out and like hitting them outside Mm -hmm. and like finding the little toy in it. Yeah. And they like love doing that. I asked my five-year-old what his favorite part of the day was today. And he said, breaking open the ice cubes. (laughs) And they've literally done that like at least two times a day, like for a week. And they're still like all about it because they're like boys and it's like getting their aggression out, you know, and it's just a fun challenge. It's hot here. So nice. Anyway, that's fun. That and we have a little kiddie pool that we filled up with sand and Mm -hmm. My entire back patio looks kind of like a beach without the ocean. There's like so much sand and so much sand in my house, but I'm like, it doesn't matter, you know, like you're having fun. And yeah, that's great. This is what we need to do right now. Great ideas. (laughs) All right. Last question. Is there a quote or scripture you return to in stressful times? Yeah, my favorite passage of scripture, I'll look it up so that I don't butcher it, but is Ephesians one, or I should say one of my favorite passages Mm -hmm. is Ephesians one. And basically the beginning of it just like tells us like what we have access to as daughters and sons, but this is for women. So daughters of God. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it says that Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. In love, he predestined us for adoption to sonship um, or daughtership through Jesus Christ in accordance with his pleasure and will to the praise of his glorious grace which he has freely given us in the one he loves. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. Well, anyway, it's really long. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's I'm, not, I'm just starting in a different place. But That's okay. Basically, you should just read Ephesians 1. Yeah. But basically, like, you know, it says, like, we're adopted in his family. So we know that, like, we're his daughters. Mm-hmm. We know that, like, we're forgiven. We're redeemed. It says that, um, we've been marked with the the Holy spirit. Um, and so like for all, and I love the first part that says like, we've been blessed with like every spiritual blessing. And so anytime I'm in a situation where I'm like, I feel overwhelmed and I don't feel like I have what I need. I come back to this passage and I just remind myself like, no, I'm a daughter of the most high King. I have everything I need. Like I have been guaranteed like every spiritual blessing, everything I need in Christ, you know, Mm -hmm. like it says it right here that I have access to that right now. That and just like knowing that the Holy Spirit is inside of me, that He can like constantly fill me with His power and with His peace and every fruit of the Holy Spirit is just something that I come back to again and again. Mm-hmm. So 
it's it's long but you should read it <laughs> great i love it thank you so much for sharing and thanks for your yes. time today all right thanks emily